World of Critical Care podcast. Today I wanted to talk about a question that I get asked all the time by nursing students, by students who are doing their capstone. I get this by clinical preceptors pretty regularly. And the question is, can I come straight out of nursing school to the ICU? And it seems like the prevailing wisdom out there often from nursing school instructors and nursing school clinical instructors is that nurses need to have some experience on an intermediate unit or on a floor, gain a few years of experience, and then move into the ICU. And that's often a similar thought that a lot of nursing students themselves have because they'll be doing a, a clinical rotation or they'll be doing their capstone rotation. And when they are in the ICU, it's just so fundamentally different than what you see in most of your nursing school experience. You know, a lot of nursing school really just lays that foundation. And a lot of the foundation centers around more of the med surge type nursing. And so the ICU is just so dramatically different that it really is a bit of a culture shock for a lot of students. And I think they get overwhelmed with it and they think there's no way I'm ready for this. And this is where I always sit down with them and say, yes, it is very different. Yes, it's a culture shock. And absolutely, you can do it right out of nursing school. And in fact, as a preceptor and, and doing a lot of professional precepting, I find it worlds easier to train a brand new nurse out of nursing school than it is to train a nurse coming out of an intermediate unit, out of a floor, out of an ED. Because to me, there's a few things that I think are really important when you come right out of nursing school. When you come to the ICU, and especially specialized ICUs, there tends to be a very specific way of thinking and doing things that will make you successful at that unit. And often there's a very specific unit culture that really good units try to cultivate and develop. And by having a nurse right out of nursing school, a really good ICU, a really good culture can help bring those people into that culture simply because it's a blank slate. And so for me as a professional preceptor, I absolutely love training new grad ICU nurses because we're able to start from the ground up with their thinking, with the critical thinking, with the knowledge base. And to me, what we're not having to do is retrain the way they've previously done things. We're not having to potentially remove previous bad habits or not that they were a bad habit, but the way you would do something possibly on a different unit is not really how it's going to function in the ICU. And so for me, I really just love taking new grads out of nursing school into the ICU because for me, there's just endless possibilities. Now, I do think there are some important things to consider about yourself personally. And then additionally, there's things you need to consider about the unit that you're going into. And so first and foremost, it's important to know and ask yourself, why are you wanting to go into the ICU? I think the ICU at probably more than any other time is quite a bit more stressful than normal in that there's been a lot of turnover post-COVID. Uh, often many units, the training structure is a little stressed right now. And so I think knowing 
what you're getting into is going to be very important. Critical care is stressful. There are a lot of demands placed on you. Really good units and cultures can help alleviate some of that stress and some of that demand, but it's always going to be there. So that's important to know. I think it's also important to know yourself and what's your personal discipline level. Are you the kind of person who is naturally very organized? Are you naturally a person who can multitask well? Are you naturally a person who loves learning? Like if you don't know something, you're the kind of person who will write it down and after the shift, go look up that information. Are you a naturally curious person? I think understanding those things about yourself can help you understand how that transition's going to be. And so for me, for example, I personally am a very curious person. I love learning things. I like researching new things. And so that aspect of critical care nursing, I personally excelled at. But the multitasking I really struggled with. And so for me, it was kind of a challenge and an opportunity moving into the ICU at a nursing school in that the multitasking was absolutely stretching me to the limit. But because I loved learning and I just wanted to know as much as I possibly could, I was constantly writing things down, constantly looking up medications, looking up procedures, and that that really helped me succeed in other areas. And so it did take me multiple years to get to that place where I was competent to multitask, but in a lot of other areas I excelled at. And I think those are things to think about. You know, the multitasking in particular can really overwhelm people, but I always tell people that's something that, irregardless of your personality type, can be learned. It just takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort to understand what kind of system you're going to need to develop to make it work for you. So I think understanding yourself can really help you be able to look at, is this the right transition? I think there's a few other things to look at. I think it's important to look at the unit culture you're moving into. What you want to do is look for units in particular that are not having excessive turnover. Some of the ways you can look for this is when you're in an interview. And always remember, when you're in an interview, you're also interviewing that manager you're talking with because you're going to be spending a lot of time at this place, a lot of time with these people. And emotionally, it is a challenging environment to be in right out of school. And you want to make sure you're setting yourself up for success. So a few of the things I would always think about is I would absolutely ask the manager if you can talk with at least one or not two of the charge nurses on the unit on day shift. Typically, those are your most experienced nurses, your day shift charge nurses. I would absolutely ask to talk to at least two of them. Another thing I would do is ask to talk to one or two of their preceptors. The reason I would ask that is because what you're looking for is to see how your interaction goes with those people. Are they supportive to you? Do they have clear expectations for how they do their training? Do they have a plan for you? Are they able to walk you through their precepting plan? Do they have clear established goals for the unit they try to get people to and review processes? And those things are really important. 
because not only having those processes does that help give you confidence they have a plan for your success, what that also does is it teaches you a lot about, as you're having that conversation, what's their tone like? What's their attitude like? Do they really seem like education's at the heart of their unit, or is something missing? The other thing you can get is a sense of their experience. You know, how experienced are the preceptors? Do these preceptors seem like they really like it and want to be doing it and have a passion for teaching? The charge nurses, do they seem burned out? Are they pretty young or they've been there a while? Those are the kind of things I think that are important to look for when you're in an interview and especially if you're on the line about, ah, I'm not sure if I really want to go into the ICU out of nursing school. I think those are some of the things to consider for choosing the right unit. And especially a lot of the larger hospitals, many times you'll have two, three different ICUs. Some hospitals will have up to five, six different ICUs. And so don't also be too worried about thinking that you know, if one ICU culture in the interview was one way and you're a little worried about it, you know, consider other units. I think that's something else to think through. Another thing to consider, especially if you're looking into specialized ICUs, is that often different ICUs will have very distinct cultures. This is very common in particular when you see like a cardiovascular ICU versus a cardiac ICU versus a neuro ICU versus like a medical or trauma ICU. Often these ICUs have very different types of patient populations and require different personality types. Um, something that I've, I've really noticed before I was in a cardiovascular ICU, I actually was working in an ICU float. And something I really experienced was when a, I spent a lot of time in our neuro ICU you start to learn that the neuro ICU really does require a slightly different personality type. There's an attention to detail that's really critical. There's an element that patients sometimes don't appear, quote unquote, sick. But the reality is what you may not see is really in all of those little details. And those details are huge when you're doing your assessments. And that's something that I've learned in a neuro ICU is it's really important to find nurses that are really detail-oriented and process-oriented. And so those are just little things to think through and do some research on as, as you're looking at your personality type and you're considering the ICU. Also remember that there's a lot of different types of ICUs that have different personality types that tend to excel really well. And that's a great question to ask a manager at in an interview is, Generally, people on this unit, what types of personalities or, or personal traits excel and do well on this unit? I think that's a great question to ask them. That's a great question to ask some of the senior nurses on the unit if you're interviewing or saying, like, what would you, how would you describe yourself? Like, what makes you successful in this unit? And the way people talk about the unit and describe themselves often gives you a good indication for you to reflect on your personal strengths and weaknesses and if it's going to be a good fit. So I think in general, I'm a pretty big proponent of new grad nurses coming into the ICU. I really do like it. I've been a bit concerned lately, especially with some of the high turnover in the ICUs and upper level management at some hospitals. It seems like they do like bringing in experienced nurses into ICUs. So we've, we've been seeing a few more floor nurses, ED nurses, intermediate unit nurses coming into our units 
because from the hospital's perspective, they can train them, quote unquote, more quickly. And so often these nurses are coming into our units with a decreased training time than one of our new grads. And from the hospital's perspective, that's great because they can technically have a critical care nurse with fewer training days. But one of the challenges I found as a preceptor is that often, in my mind, those nurses take longer to get up to speed than our ICU nurses, our, our, our new grad ICU nurses, because you have to spend so much time undoing certain habits. One of the examples, I, I always it always sticks in my mind that kind of gets to this is there's this great guy I was training and, and he, he, he just became a great, a really good ICU nurse. But I remember sitting there one day and we had a post-operative patient and they were pretty significantly bleeding. So pretty, pretty significant chest tube output, like they are, they are legit bleeding. And so, you know, we had sent a bunch of labs and we knew that we had some coagulopathy going on. And so we had to give a lot of blood products very quickly. And in particular, we're giving multiple units of packed red blood cells. And, you know, he like, starts to hang the bag and he goes super slow and methodical and he gets the blood tubing and hooks it up to the pump and he's like okay he's like i'm gonna start it at, at 60 mils an hour and i remember looking at him and i'm like dude this patient is like acutely bleeding like we need to get the blood in much much more quickly than that and, and he looks at me and he's like oh yeah like you're right He's like, I'm not even thinking. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's one of the challenges in the ICU is like, yeah, we have a protocol. And from the floors, they were extremely strict on the protocol for blood products. But then you come to a cardiovascular ICU and you got a patient who's acutely bleeding. It's just a whole new world. And so it, it's, it's, it's retraining the mind to really critically evaluate a situation and then look at the protocols and then say, okay, this is how I used to do things, but what should we really be doing in this situation? And then we start to critically think of, okay, how quickly really should we give the blood? And it just takes time to help those nurses from with their previous experience, take that experience and now say, okay, we're now gonna have to do something a bit different. And some people it's a pretty quick transition, but a lot it takes them, I feel like a couple months to really transition more into that ICU mindset to where in a lot of ways, they're just on the same playing field as our new grad nurses. And, and so that's something that I've felt pretty strongly about. And so if you're in nursing school and you're thinking about, man, like I don't know if I'm really ready for the ICU, I would say if it's what you wanna do, absolutely go for it. In fact, I would say, I think you'll excel more so than, in, than you would if you went to a different unit and then came into the ICU. And I think it's just important to pick the right kind of unit and, and, and pick the right culture to be a part of, but I, th I think it'll be an absolutely great decision if that's really what the, your passion is and what you're hoping to do. My final piece of advice I would leave to a new grad nurse coming into the ICU or considering it is have realistic expectations on yourself. It is so easy to look at an ICU, especially if you're on a big, you know, 30 plus bed, 
specialized ICU, you see these really sick patients with life support devices. You know, they're running, you know, 14, 15 drips, and you're thinking, how on earth can I do that? And the answer is step by step. It just takes time. You're going to have a lot of foundational training, but to be honest, it takes multiple years to really get to that level of competency where you just feel competent. And then it usually takes a couple more years to get to that place where you're comfortable and competent. And I think having that realistic expectation of saying, it's going to take me a couple years to get there and that's fine. And that's an important personality trait to ask yourself. Are you willing to be patient and accept the fact that it takes time? And do you have that educational mindset, that mindset that just wants to learn and just enjoys the process of learning? And if that's you, I think you'll absolutely do exceptionally well in the ICU. And I would also say that's the environment you're looking for in a unit. The kind of unit you want to be a part of is one that recognizes it takes a long time to train good ICU nurses, and they know that, and they want to invest in that, and they want to support you in that process, and they have a culture of education, a culture of learning. And that's top-down, often from the nursing manager to your charge nurses to your preceptors. You're going to see that in the culture of the advanced practice providers and how they interact with the nurses. You're going to see that with the ICU physicians and the whole interdisciplinary team as they interact with you. They're not just telling you what to do. They're incorporating you and telling you why they're doing what they're doing. They make you feel part of that team. I think a really fun thing to do is if you ever have an opportunity on a prospective unit, to be there in morning rounds in the ICU and watch the interaction between the physicians, the advanced practice providers, the residents, the nurses, the charge nurses. You can really learn a lot about the culture. Are they teaching? Are they talking about why they're doing? Are you seeing the doctors walking in the room and explaining to the patient and family why they're doing what they're doing? Those are great signs that you as an ICU nurse are going to be supported and you're going to have that pathway laid before you. And now it's just the process of walking it and that's going to take several years. I hope today this has somewhat been helpful. I just really want to encourage people, if you're on the fence about going into the ICU and you're in nursing school, I would say absolutely do it. Find that right unit and I would say just take the jump. 